Welcome to the family with Heck Master Ralph W. Basham, MD. Alex Brant Bernard Rasmussen. Andy Brant Bernard. And Melissa Bernard. We shall be right back with our two, of course. Kristen Burt will join us at that mm-hmm. time. Sounds good. We have a listener. We do have a caller also. All right. We'll be right back with a caller. Tommy, how long have you been at KQ? 36 years now. Wow, that's loyalty. Well, if I'm completely honest, it isn't the company that I'm loyal to. It's the listeners. I figured out a long time ago they're the only reason I have a job. Why are you asking? Well, we had another great month at Coon Rapids Nissan and Burnsville Nissan. In fact, Burnsville continues to be the number one Nissan store in Minnesota. The loyalty part. Get to the loyalty part. Oh, yeah. This month, if you buy or lease a new Rogue or Pathfinder from us, we'll give you an extra 500 off as long as you own or are leasing a Nissan. That is cool. Do they have to trade it? Nope. It's just a reward for being loyal. By the way, the new Pathfinder is fantastic. It's got a nine-speed transmission, and JLo says it'll practically pull the building. We also cut a deal with our good buddy Charlie Swenson, who's running a Nissan store in Chicago. He gave us some extra rogues. Because Charlie's such a nice guy. Well, Paul might have threatened him. Sounds like Paul. For details, go to Walzer Nissan or Coon Rapids Nissan and claim your loyalty gift. Tommy, give him some Elvis loyalty. Thank you. Thank you very much. Michael Bryant, Brad Sean Bryant, what's the latest? Uh, We're just trying to represent people who have been injured through no fault of their own. We're trying to talk to them before they talk to an adjuster or before they take a settlement that isn't something they should get based upon their injuries. How many people are out there in different, not in the law business, that love to run around scaring people before you even get to them? Well, adjusters want to settle cases and they want to close files. So based upon that, they do what they have to. Um, I think there's a lot of circumstances where they probably act as attorneys where they're not attorneys and they try to explain people's rights or they give them a certain view that if they look at it. And what I always say is this, if the adjuster really truly thinks the offer they made makes sense, they'd have them come see us. You know, And that's exactly my question is, you have to understand who has the best, your best interest in mind, correct? Well, you want to know what your rights are. You know, whether yep. or not you decide yep. you're going to hire us or not, that's a choice. It's a free consultation and you want to understand what your, all your rights are and what coverages you have. And plus the fact, I hang out with you, so you got to be a good guy <laughs> if I'm hanging out with you. Uh, maybe. <laughs> uh, okay. Ladies and gentlemen, Michael Bryant, Bradshaw, and Bryant. As you know, my friend Mike Lindell has a passion to help everyone get the best sleep of your life. He didn't stop by simply creating the best pillow. Mike created the new Giza Dream bed sheets. They look and feel great, which means an even better night's sleep for me, which is crucial for my busy schedule. Mike found the world's best cotton called Giza. It's ultra soft and breathable, but extremely durable. Mike's Giza sheets come with a 60-day money-back guarantee and a 10-year warranty. The first night you sleep on the Giza sheets, you will never want to sleep on anything else. Giza Dream sheets come in a variety of sizes and colors. Mike's making a special offer for my listeners. You buy one set, get another set absolutely free. Go to MyPillow.com, click on the radio listener square, and use promo code TOM. There you'll find not only this amazing offer, but also deep discounts on all MyPillow products, including the MyPillow mattress topper, MyPillow towel sets, and so much more. Call 1-800-516-5146. Use the promo code TOM. Go to MyPillow.com. Make sure you use the promo code TOM. back we are back now we're cooking with his yeah, wife singing i yes. believe it so. is yeah oh cool indeed it is no question about it ladies and gentlemen all right so we got a caller and who's the caller the word is i'm supposed to call in michael bryant's calling in ladies and gentlemen what's no what's what, so what is someone else apparently what did you want him to call what in am i supposed Andy? to call 
Uh, yeah. Tim wanted to know about if there could be a civil suit against Cuomo or the oh, state if, or whatever. Yeah, if he was oh, convicted, sure. if he was impeached, and with with that business, well, he's not going to be impeached. He's resigning. So no, but he can be impeached even yeah, after. They can, can but yeah. why bother? Yeah, he sure there can be a civil suit. Yeah, uh, and whether or not there'll be an employment lawsuit, it would depend a lot on the governmental rules in New York. Mm-hmm. Uh, New York has some real quirky rules um, that that prevent certain things being done or how they get to be done. But uh, like in Minnesota, you'd have to bring an employment law claim, and and whether or not you'd get a jury trial, you probably wouldn't. You'd probably have to go administratively first. Um, so there's all these hoops you got to get through as far as the <laughs> The underlying workers' claim goes, but yeah, there there could be a civil suit against him in New York by those by the, those women. I think this is uh, more toward the uh, uh, an allegation of uh, wrongful death in the nursing home uh, yeah. deaths uh, yeah. as a result of the policy, public oh, policy yeah. that was directed by the governor or the state. Yeah, he oh, was he was you're, wondering. COVID. You're talking about the COVID the COVID That's cases right, right. and. Yeah. That was that was based upon a theory of wanting to get people back to their homes, um, and I'm I, I'm not defending it, but I'm saying that the, the the reason why they did that, and and in the end, it because of a lot of different issues, it's it it may have been a wrong choice, but it was based upon a theory that these people, where else are we going to put them? We're not going to put them in in you know asylums, or we're not going to put them in concentration camps. We're going to put them back in their homes because that's where they came from. And I again, that'll come down to what the laws in in New York. But there are there are protections for governmental agencies that are there able to go. make decisions. That if they base their decision upon, you know, here's why I made my decision, and it at least seems reasonable, then it's really hard to bring those claims because of governmental immunities. I just got a, several uh, callers uh, ask me, "Can I sue you? Is that a possibility?" <laughs> Sue me for what? I don't know. I'll just come to drum something, something up, you know. I'm going to sue just you. Drum something up. <laughs> I'll yeah. drum something yeah. up. Exactly. Now, what, what, what was interesting was when they were pack, passing the vaccination laws in the Senate, you know, that was the big thing. McConnell was trying to get immunities for nursing homes into that bill, and that was kept out. Um, but they did a lot of work to try to get immunities for nursing homes in those bills to prevent those kind of claims. Um, you know, in the U.S. Senate. And, you know, that's been the tort reform fight that comes up every, you know, every couple of bills uh, that's out there. But that, that's that been an issue that, you know, has been has been debated on the Senate floor also. I understand. So uh, basically uh, Friday night now you get to hang out with celebrities, I heard. Ah, uh, yeah. I have my little limo driver seat or le- little limo driver hat on and you know, get your, pick you up. I'll sit in the back seat. It'll be wonderful. Is Doc coming? Yeah, Doc, are you coming? Yeah. You liar! I can tell you by are? looking at you, you lie like a rug. <laughs> <laughs> bring some of that. Bring some of that great food you've been posting. If you do, oh, the food! Oh, yeah. What yeah. food? Uh, well, we've got a few things coming out of the garden, and you know, we've oh, got okay. you got this. You know, these these cooks that are in the family, they're turning stuff out. <clears throat> it's all true, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, you posted like, didn't you post like some straw? It was some. Uh, fruit thing, I think, that you posted yesterday that looked really super good. The melons. That wasn't. That was the uh, French melons with wrapped in prosciutto. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, that was prosciutto. I mean, you could put prosciutto on anything, and I would eat it. Well, yeah, yeah. yeah. prosciutto is one of the. Although I found that speck, I like a little more because it's prosciutto but smoked. 
Yeah. Oh, okay. yeah, that is good. And then the next thing you're going to get, get you into lardo, and then, and then that'll be over the deep end. It just lardo? It's just, it's just, it's just Sounds salted. Sounds like a very bad fast food salted chain. Salted fat <laughs> lardo. lardo. Well, it's lard lad. Yeah, exactly. Want to go to Lardo's and get a, a Lardo's? Get baby. a Lard Burger. <laughs> All right, I got to run this by everybody in this room. We also have Kristen, by the way, and Kristen's with us, and and Michael Bryant. I want to run this by you too. Did you see the latest demand from some psychopath person? I don't even know who the hell it is. She wants the governor of Utah to change his name because his name is obscene and offensive. What is it? What's his name? Governor Cox, uh, C O S X. Oh, okay. C O S X. Oh, excuse me, C O X. Cox. I was like, oh, so <laughs> no, it's C O X Cox. So basically, I want Fred Cox, former kicker from the Minnesota Vikings, to know I was always offended by your name every time you kicked a field goal. Great. Do you know, do you know, everyone with that name in baseball has always gotten the nickname Horse. Mm. Really? Probably. Yep. yep. That's. And that's a historical thing. I mean, they used to always, that's, that used to be the nickname they'd give guys with that last name. Yep. Oh, God. I could, not, that's what people are concerned about, is the name Cox upsets them. Well, just, this is just some random person sending a possibly fake letter. Oh, is that what it is? You're looking at it? Yeah. yeah. got attention on Twitter. Exactly. Oh, is that yeah. what you got attention yep. on Twitter? Okay. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's one of those that... Who cares? Yeah, no, before, <laughs> you know, I, I doubt he's going to change his name. No, I'm pretty sure he's not going to change his name. But before you go, Michael, I want to point out because Kristen has joined us. I don't know if you know this or not. Hello, Kristen. Hi. Indeed, Michael Bryant, Kristen Burt, Kristen Burt, Michael Bryant. I is it true, Kristen, that that you you started dating Robert Durst now that you saw him on the on the stand? <laughs> Robert what the hell happened to that guy? <laughs> Jesus. Uh, this case, my goodness. Oh, God, it goes on and on and on. It's true. <laughs> All right, you think Michael. a bunch of those billionaires have to actually give away their souls, and that's why they become creepier and creepier? As Honestly, I wonder. Well, let's become a serial killer because I have all the money I need. I mean, like, yeah. what? Yeah. I have all this extra time. Well, same thing happened. A guy just yep. killed himself too. What, what's his name down there? And was it Jamaica or Cancun or some damn place? What? Some very wealthy guy just killed himself too. Oh, oh God! I was trying to think of who, what, what, what his business. Oh, what's his name? I know his name, but I can't remember. I'll, I'll think of it. No big deal. So, uh, Jeeves, I'm going to call you Jeeves on Friday while you're driving me over to the boat tour. <laughs> okay. Okay, Jeeves. We'll talk to you later. <laughs> Take care. Bye. You too. Thanks. Bye. Michael Bryant, Bradshaw and Bryant, ladies and gentlemen. Kristen. Kristen Burt. That was correct. I'm here to tell you. So what's going on with you, sister? Ooh, um, it's the day of the Andrews, honestly. I'm on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm not covering the Andrew Cuomo case, but I am covering the Prince Andrew case. Um, he was sued yesterday. By who? And but Virginia Roberts, who was the, uh, she's been his longtime sexual um, abuse accuser um, in the Jeffrey Epstein case. She oh, filed yeah. a civil yeah. suit against him yesterday. Um, I doubt he will come over here to the United States to, you know, be t- you know testify under oath or answer any questions or turn over any evidence. But um, she's calling him to task yet again. And um, it's 
you know, I think it's super frustrating because I think when Jeffrey Epstein committed suicide or you can say he was murdered, depending on what your theory is in that case, I feel like a lot of people worry that um, Elaine Maxwell, who who is his sort of mastermind behind recruiting all of the women, young girls, I should say, um, won't, won't, you know, sell her soul and won't sell out Jeffrey Epstein, even though he's no longer here. Because she, I think she holds a lot of secrets of a lot of A-listers, both yeah, political and yeah, in the business true. world. No, I think you're absolutely right about that. These, it's The world is getting more interesting by the minute, isn't it? All these psychopaths running around. Jesus. Well, and you know the crazy thing is? A lot of these weird, odd cases are connected in, in certain ways. You know, if you look at the Bill Gates case, like one of his issues with his now ex-wife, uh, Melinda, was she was concerned about his association with Jeffrey Epstein. She was like, hey, mm-hmm. you shouldn't be associating with this guy. He's already a convicted rapist here. Right. Um, you know, and you take a look. It, it, it also, um, Jeffrey Epstein loaned Prince Andrew's ex-wife, Sarah Ferguson, you know, money. And it goes back to 2011 when they had to confront that. But she's doing a book tour, so she has to talk about it all over again. Prince Andrew's no longer a senior royal because of this. Um, it, it's, it's wild, like, how big this web is. And I don't think we'll ever know the true story and how deep this goes. Sure. But it's pretty disgusting how protected people are. And, and why, why do you think that uh, Justine's going to keep her mouth shut? You know, it's, I just interviewed um, Vicki Ward, and she's, she's doing a fantastic um, podcast right now that is up on Audible. It's called uh, Chasing Ghislaine. And, um, you know, she's real, she knew her socially and then, you know, is a journalist and went on to focus on, on the case. But, um, you know, she said she was consistently drawn to Jeffrey Epstein. Like, she was in his orbit, they dated, and then when Jeffrey was convicted... And uh, had his, you know, light sentence there that <laughs> uh, Costa uh, gave him. Um, she kind of separated herself, and she attached herself to Bill Clinton and became really entrenched in the Bill Clinton Foundation. And because that random photo of Prince Andrew and Virginia Roberts and Ghislaine surfaced in 2011, Ghislaine and Jeffrey Epstein came back together to kind of like protect each other mm. and say we didn't have anything to do this, to do with this. Um, and it kind of entrenched them in those remaining years of his life and the, the last part of his case. Um, so I think that she just doesn't want to sell anyone out. She's scared for her life on top of it. I think she thinks that she's going to die the same way Epstein did, if you believe that he was murdered in jail. Right. And her loyalty, I, I think, goes until the end, which I think is kind of insane. It is a what Is the world just really getting weirder by the day? Yes, it is. <laughs> I mean, yes. God. I mean, if I told you any of these stories 10 years ago, wouldn't you say that I was insane? If yeah. I came on this show and said, Tom, this is what's going to happen in 2020 and 2021. Oh, let's start in 2016 and kind of go forward from yeah. there. You'd probably be like, no way. No. Yeah, this this is nothing new. I mean, if, if you, this, you know, people of wealth, uh, major wealth, you know, just, more money than you can do anything with, you know, or power. 
This has been going on for the last, what, 15,000 years. Centuries. We just, we just never heard about yeah, it. Thousands of years. Because, you know, every king, every king, hey, I got my, I got my queen here, mm -hmm. you know, hey, and I got a bunch of these ladies in waiting over here, you know. They might have a couple guys over here waiting for me, too, you know. I got, I got my, all, my, all my yeah. buddies here. Oh, I know that she's a little bit young mm, here. Right. But there was just, it was, no one cared. Nope. Everyone looks the other way. Everybody it's, looks, and it's, it's the gross. same thing. It's, it's mm -hmm. gross, and it's the same thing. Oh, but it will, because if I look the other way, then I might get a little slice of that power, and then, yeah. then yeah. I'm set. Or money, so. or, yeah, it's all occurring favors. Yep. And, and that's what it was, too, because, you know, Epstein went... When uh, Ghislaine was in orbit with, like, Bill Clinton, he was like, well, great, I can sit there and get some of his money and invest for him and do all these things. Everyone just kind of becomes absorbed into all of this and not really caring what the last guy did. Oh, he did that. You know, he served his time. He's good. So and, and this for the, in the same, along the same line, we're still going to go see Quentin Tarantino's movies, mm. even though he's been a snot to his mother. I don't think I will go see his movies. You know, okay, I never with that, really but that's, cared for him, no, honestly. But no, no one will vote with their pocketbook when they no, hear about these true. people. No, that's true. Oh, I know. Yep. Oh, she's so sad. They still go to see the movie. So the, the people will not use their influence the way they can to get rid of these people. But do you, you know, but it's, it's selective, though, too, because I look at Kevin Spacey, who is essentially a complete outcast in Hollywood. And if you, if you went and invested $20 million in a film, do you think people would go to a Kevin Spacey film? I don't think so because for whatever reason they can't stand him but there are other people that we just say oh don't worry about it okay we give them a hall pass yeah well yeah pretty much true but weinstein yeah he look how long he ran around you know and a lot but he had so much power so yeah. much power and people were afraid of that because they, they knew he would threaten to ruin their careers and guess what he would he had no problem doing that but yeah. that's, you know, but that's the sad situation with so many of the women when yep. they were cornered in his hotel room. Um, you know, and he's a, he's a big man. I mean, I have a photo of myself with interviewing him, and he towers over me by a solid foot. I wouldn't have stood a chance if I was stuck in a hotel room with him. Well, I suppose that's what he counted on, huh? Uh, absolutely. Yeah, you know, in Hollywood, you're supposed to weigh, you know, 99 pounds, so... You're not going to be that strong in a situation like that. Kristen, I have to ask you a question because I, I, I could track it down probably, but is it true that Jen Psaki said she didn't, what was it again somebody called her and she said she was deeply offended by it? Have you seen that story? And if we look and see if Jane, uh, Jen Psaki, she was called the name and she said that name is offensive, don't, don't call, call her. Don't call her nice. Is that the one? Was it nice? It might have been nice or something like that. She said it was sexist and offensive. Mm. So there's no word left in the language you can say anymore because somebody's going to be offended by it. I can't find the story. It's The information I have is far too generic. Well, did Jen Psaki complains about... Yeah, Jen Psaki complains? That's very generic. <laughs> about... about <laughs> it's just off something. that. Yes, exactly. <laughs> That's kind of cold right there, if you ask me, but well, yeah. I mean, to be fair. I suppose. No, she, she said she was offended. I can't remember what name somebody called it, but it was like some nice thing that you could call somebody, and she was deeply offended by it, and don't ever call me that again. Bees knees? It's the bees knees, yes, I'm sure. You're the bees knees, the sister. The cat's meow. Cat's meow. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> I I can't find this. Do you get offended that easily, Kristen? Oh, I think I think you oh. are talking about her being called nice. Oh, is that what it is? It would somebody yeah, call her nice? nice? Yeah, call me nice. So you calling somebody nice is now offensive? <laughs> she says it's like nails on a chalkboard and yeah, it's sexist. It. Yep, nice. it's sexist to call her nice. I think she might have. A I don't know if it's sexist, problem. but I do think nice sometimes can be used condescendingly. Oh, she's nice. <laughs> yeah, she got a great you know, personality. Like there you go. That's it. And maybe women use it more than men, and maybe that's why she's under like understands that context of it. But how um, about if I call her an arrogant a hole? Would she like that? Because she certainly is arrogant enough. I'll tell you that. You could Good. do that. I, I find her entertaining just watching her because it's just like, oh, you know what? She's quick. You have to give her that. No, she's a very she's, smart woman, yeah. She's smart and she's quick. <clears throat> um, obviously not for everyone, but every once in a while she'll come out with these like one-liners, and I'm like, man, she could have been a comedian, too. She'd be roasting well, the I, audience. I don't know about the comedian thing. Let's I don't not even get... I know who this woman is. Ben Saki? She... White House I spokesperson. I actually don't know who she is either. Sure. You don't. You guys don't know who the White House spokesperson is. Nope. Oh, I know she says things that people listen to. <laughs> Never heard of her. <laughs> My God. Tom, um, you need to sit your kids down <laughs> and tell them about the news every day. Well, we, so we like to he be does. Yeah. Thank you. And so the <laughs> Trump version of her was... Uh, like Mul- Mulvaney or whatever his name was. Yeah. McEnany. Mac- 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 oh, McEnany. Who's the, who, who was Spicer then? Spicer was for he, he was uh, the first. He okay, was the yeah. first. Remember, okay. he was the one that did the, like, this is the biggest inauguration crowd Period. Mm-hmm. Ever. That's right. That's exactly There's right. Big holes in the grass. And you're like, okay. <laughs> Boy, a politician lying. I've never heard that before. And then I interviewed him on Dancing with the Stars because he was on Dancing with the Stars. Oh, oh yeah, that's season, right. Season. Oh, Sean Spicer was. That's right. Yeah. Yeah, season 28. Um, yeah, that, I mean, that was wild. I and There he was that first week in that lime green, like, Ruffly shirt, and there was me standing in the ballroom interviewing him. Interesting. I suppose. Why not? Why not? You make about $285,000 to go on the show. You do? Can I get yeah. on the show? Oh my gosh. Are you a star? I uh, can he be. Is, yeah. Andy's he is a star. Give me $285,000 and I'll make it happen. How much do the yeah. dancers get paid? A lot less. Yeah. <laughs> not make a lot of money. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, you know, it's funny, and people, what's sad, you know, if you think about this, because some of the pros have been on for, like, 10 years. If an actor had been on a circle for 10 years making what some of these pros make, they would be freaking out and, like, running to every single, you know, People magazine. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's, It's really interesting. And where they make most of their money, and this is very similar to musicians these days, is out on tour. Mm-hmm. They usually do a Dancing with the Stars tour after each season, but of course it's been grounded due to COVID. So they have all turned into kind of influencers, having to, you know, talk about vitamins and things like that on their social media page. Oh yeah, when I was on when I was on Instagram, I have I'm taking August off of social media, but they. <laughs> The guy, oh gosh, the blonde guy and his sister is also... Derek and Julianne Huff? Yes. He's like all over the freaking place on Instagram, and I don't even follow him, and I was seeing him constantly. I was like, okay. I guess yeah, this is what he does. he does a lot of TikTok, now. and he's got a show coming up. He has his show opening in Vegas this fall, so I think he's heavy into the promotion, so 
they're going to hit you over the head with that because they need to. They need people to buy tickets right now. I suppose that yeah. is true. That makes some sense. We've got to take a break here, but we'll be right back more with Kristen Burt coming up next with the family. Tom here for Shift Real Estate. I met the folks from Shift Real Estate last year on our way to Key West and loved their story. Shift Real Estate saves home sellers thousands of dollars on real estate fees because they list for a flat fee of $5,000, and that includes photos, MLS listing, online marketing, and the assistance of a full-time realtor. Tell Shift about your home, and they will tell you how you can save $10,000 or more. Shift Real Estate, the common-sense way to sell your home. Visit shift2sell.com because life is expensive enough. Hey, it's Tom again from my friends at Profile. Let's face it, when it comes to losing weight, most of us don't care how we get there. But once we reach our goal, we end up right where we started and gain it all back. That's what I love about Profile. Profile's in it for the long haul. Profile knows that losing weight isn't always a straight line. There are lots of ups and downs. I'm so thankful my profile coach, Danette, is there to really keep me on track when I need it most. I cannot say enough about Profile. I tell Kelly at Profile that it's changed my life, and it can change yours, too. There's no question about that. Profile has six metro locations as well as Mankato, St. Cloud, and Rochester. Don't wait. I am telling you, I absolutely believe in Profile. That is a fact. Call today or visit ProfilePlan.com for a location near you. Visit ProfilePlan.com. That's ProfilePlan.com. Owen mentioned promo code KQRS for a special discount. ProfilePlan.com. That's ProfilePlan.com. Priority Courier Experts does not have the largest inventory of lease-to-own trucks anymore. Hold on now. Anymore. All right, fill me in. Pat, who in town buys brand new trucks and immediately puts those rigs into the most honest and ethical lease-to-own program? Priority, that's who. But you said they don't have the largest inventory. Let me spell it out for you. First, Priority orders the finest spec of Kenworth and Freightliner trucks. These rigs cost anywhere between $135,000 to $215,000. That's more than my house. I hope things get better for you, man. Next, a qualified driver sits down with one of Priority's onboarding specialists, reviews the lease-to-own program, and earning potential of partnering with one of the world's largest same-day delivery companies. And shazam, another partnership is formed, and that driver is on their way to owning that rig in five years or less. That sounds simple. It is that simple. That's why Priority doesn't have the largest inventory of new trucks anymore, because these rigs roll off the lot almost as soon as they arrive. (coughs) Calling all drivers. Take charge of your driving career today. Visit Priority.com or call Robbie, Nick, Chad, or Mike, 651-748-4465, and they'll get you on the road. Priority Courier Experts. Every time you call us, we deliver. Yeah, well, it's like that every time you call us tagline. Yeah, I remember when Steve pulled every truck off the road to hang that tagline on the sides. Hey, Pat, your finger's still on the record button? We are back, ladies and gentlemen. Kristen Burt with us. We're just talking about how much we love the politicians in America. Doesn't matter which party. <laughs> Oh my God, God they're such disgusting human <laughs> beings. All of them. Yeah. And- oh. Uh-oh. So, Andy? It gagged. I'll call her back. It <clears throat> gagged. I wonder, if, uh, they're, wonder if they're going to, and Newsom's going to get recalled or he's just going to be, he's going to survive the recall. Who's that? 
Governor Newsom. I mean, oh, yeah. You I, think I, he, I, don't know, I don't know when the election oh, is. I said, um, he, I know the recall's in September, yeah, I think. Okay. And I don't really know what the hell the situation is with uh, with him, but they said it's going to be a tight one. They can't say if he's going to make it or not. It's that tight, apparently. Why? Wow. <clears throat> he's another one of the most arrogant human beings ever born. He's Kristen? another. Yes, Kristen is one of the most arrogant be- human beings I've ever met. No, she's back. Right. you were Now, maybe, have you ever interviewed Gavin Newsom? I have not. Um, I've never encountered him. You know, it's, it's interesting, too. Oftentimes, like, sometimes they'll show up, like, some of the politicians will show up at some of the award shows. But I've never seen him, like, on Oscars or SAG Award red carpet ever. So I think he kind of stays away oh, from okay. Los Angeles a little bit more than, say, our mayor or some of our other assembly people. Isn't he? He's, he's from a very wealthy family, isn't he? Got a lot of money. Got a lot of dough, and then he. There was one other thing about it. Some about his. His who's his wife again? Isn't she famous or something? Yes, Jennifer Newsom. She is. Well, she's a, a documentarian, and she did one particular um, documentary that that got a lot of press before she was married to Newsom about how women are portrayed in the media. Yeah, oh, that's right. Yeah. Imagery and stuff like that. Um, but remember, he was married to Kimberly Guilfoyle before that. Oh, that's right, yeah. Who, who is now dating Donald Trump Jr. And, <laughs> I mean, like, I, this is what I'm talking about. Like, all of these people are tied together, even if they vote yes. differently or believe differently. And, I mean, and, and Newsom had a crazy story where he slept with his best friend, who was his campaign manager's wife. Ugh. Like on a cocaine bender, I mean, back in the day when he was mayor of San Francisco. So that's a fun story to go and read up on if you're looking for a little bit of political history gossip. Boy, this ought to be interesting. This just popped up on the screen. Um, Tara Reid now says after Cuomo's resignation, she's going to go full guns against Biden because remember she said that he sexually harassed her. Tara Reid? Tara Reid, yeah. Not the actress. A different like, Tara Reid. I was like, what? I was thinking, I'm like, she's thinking yeah. about the actress, and I'm like, it's yeah. not the actress. Okay, different Tara <laughs> Not the actress from American Pie and Sharknado. I was going to say, what? Mm. How? What? <laughs> yeah, okay. That makes more sense. Yeah. Yeah. that. It's going to be pretty interesting to find out where we end up with all this stuff, isn't it? Yes. <sighs> yeah. I mean, you know, it, it's a tough thing. You know, it, it's one of those things, too, where... Listen, every single woman's been harassed in some way, shape, or form. Some people have had it much worse. But even just, like, catcalling, that's harassment, you know? When you're yeah. like, oh, God. Oh, Alex loved that when she lived in New York. Oh, my God. I oh, screamed. every single day. I screamed at anyone that would catcall me. I would lose my mind on them. Oh. And I don't think people, if you haven't lived in New York City, you don't understand how persistent the catcalling is. It is something that is, like, somehow embedded in the culture of New York City, and you can't walk past a construction site with being, without being harassed at least two or three times. You could be in your pajamas with 16 zits on your face and, like, you know, a wound, like, open and oozing, and they still find <laughs> yes. a way to harass you. Yeah. It's, it's so uncomfortable. It's, and I think women now feel more empowered to talk back than yeah. maybe they used yep. to, but also you do have to be careful, too, because you never know there's always that one who's the loose cannon. I don't know. I yeah, yelled no at everyone doubt. that cat called me. She did. It was wonderful. I'm glad you did. You probably yeah. made Love their it. day. 
Oh, they always would. Mm. Most of the time, they'd be like, "You crazy bitch," and I'd be like, "Yeah, I am." Even <laughs> <laughs> just hilarious. a smile. Why aren't you smiling? And you're like, maybe I'm deep in my thoughts. It has nothing to do with smiling, not smiling, or this is right. just my resting bitch face. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's what everybody says. I have is a resting bitch face. Everyone does. You have it. I do, apparently. I, I look like I'm always <laughs> angry or something. I don't know what the hell that's all about. Interesting. I, I don't guess. have a re- re- uh, resting bitch face. You don't, no, you I don't. Do no, there's no question about that. I usually I get the opposite. People are like, why are you so happy? Oh, my God. What is it? Yeah. Yeah. No I'm like, uh, how much caffeine have you had today? I'm like, none. Lay off. God, settle down I'm with that. I'm a person who... Um, I, I like laugh when I'm uncomfortable. So I laugh sometimes in, in situations where I'm like, ah, like I'm smiling, but I'm really uncomfortable and awkward. Or sure. like if someone's yelling, sometimes I'm like, like, <laughs> like your interview with Harvey Weinstein. You're, you're yes, laughing. Yes, you're laughing. It is. You know, I look back on that photo sometimes and I'm like, there is like a little bit of fear because of the way he towers over me. You know, even if I wasn't thinking about it in the moment, I can kind of see it in my facial expression. But, you know, He's in jail. I don't have to worry about him. I have to ask everybody a question here because I just saw a headline pop up that do they not know how racist this is when they say this? Okay, you ready? I'm going to read this. And I, my opinion is I, if I read that and I were a person of color, I would not be too happy about this. This is from the National News. Oregon quietly scraps math and reading requirements for high school grads in the interest of racial equality. Mm-hmm. Okay. They're basically saying, we're going to dumb you down just like all the black and brown people. I mean, that's basically what they're saying, isn't it? Yeah, or what they're saying is that the hell's all, wrong with you all people? the people of color are so stupid yeah. that, that yeah. we're just going to eliminate this for everybody because you can't uh, live up to the standards. Yeah. But the reality is they can. They probably can surpass the stand, it's, just, it's, it's, it, that, that is just worthless. I how mean, dare you say something like that in the interest of racial equality? So, in other words, you're saying you don't have any faith in black or brown people being able to mm. read or do math. My favorite is when Jesus. some a white person is like, you need to take down that picture of that monkey because it obviously is representing black people. <laughs> what? It's like, <laughs> is that what you see? Hmm. Yeah, I don't see that, but you do. Yeah, uh, you're the first person in 150 years to see that, but yeah, you, you must be right. But, Kristen, let me ask you a question. Do these people not know what they're actually saying when they say these things? Well, they know. Do you think they do know? Uh, you know, I don't, I don't, it's one of those things now. I'm like, do people even know what flies out of their mouth? Or when they go to Twitter or social media, do they know what they're saying and the possible implications? Too? Yeah. No. And, I feel like people and just... I do, yeah, and don't you think when people have conversations, like, you have to know who you're conversing with and understanding that they understand what you're saying. Instead of, like, because people will be like, well, I had a conversation with so-and-so, and now I'm going to put them on blast on Twitter. Well, and the thing, like... I learned I was I used to be part of some mom groups on Facebook when mom group like you know people would be like oh does this rash look normal or whatever like just little stuff oh, that yeah, you wouldn't yeah, be like I yeah. I definitely need to bring the, my kid into the doctor you would do that but it was just you know like has your kid ever had this weird wart or you know whatever but you post things and you could ask just the most simple straightforward yeah. things like mm-hmm. 
where's a good place to get my daughter a haircut? Right. And someone would be like, the fact that you would cut your child's hair without her acknowledgement <laughs> of if it's appropriate and all this mm-hmm. stuff. And it's just like, what? God, what are you the doing? mommy shaming to me is a whole different thing. Oh, yeah, that is Obviously, a whole, I don't have kids, but I see it, it does happen on, on, you know, comes in my feed every once in a while. And I'm like, why are women so hard on each other? Like, you know, criticizing women who stay at home, criticizing women who go to work, criticizing women who do a little bit of both. I'm like, hello. Like, we fought for the ability to choose any of those right. options. I think it's because I've come to the conclusion that I think that most mothers feel like they should be doing more or better or something in addition to what they're doing to be the best mother they can be. And so they feel inferior for that reason. And Mm -hmm. then they feel like they have to defend themselves to the death that what they're doing is right, which actually has nothing to do with the person that they're talking to. It has everything to do with what they feel inferior about. Well, I think another part of the problem is that these social media wars are always just passive aggressive yep. sniping at each other well yeah, yeah. You know, that's if, the thing. If, it's just like if you just one party was willing to just say get bent and stop responding love it it would happen a lot less that's what anytime i would like post something and somebody would say something weird and i'd be like great point but not yeah just don't like, engage don't start getting into yeah. the sniping war yeah, I'd just be like okay yeah just tell it like it is and right. they'll go away or i delete my comment my initial question because people would start bickering in the comments that i wasn't even involved in (laughs) and so i just deleted the entire question that happened once and then a woman messaged me and she was like why did you delete the comment we were having a great conversation and i'm like no Mm. you were yelling at each other and i didn't it had nothing to do with what i had asked yeah i deleted it it just to spite you so obnoxious i i got um a bunch of hand-me-down clothes from a friend of mine the other day and we were talking and she was like they went to a um like a baby psychology parenting class or whatever and they told her they were like yeah you just have to be a good parent 30 percent of the time everything else it doesn't matter because they'll turn out fine as long as you do 30 (laughs) percent okay all right that's what they told her. Well, that's like, uh, yeah. Because, I, like, you're not going to do everything perfect and mm-hmm. right all the time. So they're no. just like, if you just focus on being perfect 30% of the time, yeah, then everything will be fine. Well, it's like even child psychologists and child development experts and blah, 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 blah. They, um, they say that they probably average about 50% of the time making like the right choice, you know, that they tell people like, here's the way you should respond to that. But like right. in practice, it's so different. Yeah. yeah. You never know. Exactly. Yeah. All right. I have to full disclosure for Ralph and Kristen. <clears throat> I think the, the other three heard this already. Uh, when I, when I do bonehead things, I like to own up to it and say, I guess I have a lot to learn. You know what I what I read yesterday, Ralph and Kristen, that I I can't believe that I did this. <clears throat> okay, you ready? Mm-hmm. I read the headline, Dixie Wildfire Makes History, and I thought Dixie Wildfire was a woman. <laughs> 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 what? Hmm. 
It, to be honest, well, it does sound like a is a weird country. Yeah, yeah, country yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. Red hair, well, big, know, red hair. big red hair. I'll be honest, I was gonna say oh, stripper name. Oh, stripper, yeah. you know, Dixie <laughs> straight, straight red hair. What do you think, Kristen? Oh my God. Dixie Wildfire. That would be a good drag name, <laughs> Dixie Wildfire. Yeah, Dixie Wildfire. I Drag name. That's yeah. Like drag race. Yeah. I'm like, who the hell is Dixie Wildfire? It's made history. What? Oh my gosh. Nah, it's a fire. It's not. It's a an actual it's fire. An actual fire. <laughs> oh, you know. Gosh, that's pretty funny. Well, well listen the, like, to this headline. You ready for this one? Well, I would no. I have something to say about the Dixie. Oh, you do. Situation. Okay, I'm sorry. You know the Dixie Chicks? Yes. They changed their yeah, name. They did. Yeah, now no they're chicks. just the Chicks. That was a while ago. Because of Dixie? Like last year, yeah. I think. Yeah, what, because Dixie of Cups. Dixie, you know, Dixie, 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 Dixie has roots in yeah, oh, racism and yeah. stuff. So that was all democratic racism, by the way. I would like to point I don't that think out. It, I don't they don't care you know, which way it is. It's no. just racism. They just want to virtue So, yeah, now they're just the chicks. Oh, well, that's, that, that's bad, too. You can't be a chick. Yeah, you should be just, no, you know. be, they should be just call themselves the women. The ladies. The ladies. But even the ladies, no, ladies even work. Ladies, that's just as bad. Only strong, powerful women. But even the that's going to be offensive. The, the yeah. women. Everything's they offensive had to go, now. The, the Dixie Chicks had to go, and someone else had the name, so they went, and I think it was an Australian group, and they went and made sure to get approval that they could change their name to the Chicks oh. because they were also a music group out there because Lady Antebellum changed their name to Lady A, and Lady A was already a black singer out in, I think, the R&D world. Oh, so, sure. Yeah, oh, they co-opted the name, and so they got a lot of blowback to that. So the Dixie Chicks kind of went and did their research before <laughs> they uh, went and changed their so name and got approval. What's wrong with Antebellum? Antebellum. Southern. Too southern, southern. Same thing. Oh. Well, it just means before war. Yeah, that's all it means. Yes, exactly. But not, Antebellum is a generic well, term. Well, and they're country western. Are they? Singers. I don't know who the hell Aunt Lady yeah, Antebellum is. Yeah, Lady country? Yeah. Why would she so. change her name then? That's weird. It's a great question. Mm. I don't know. We're going to find out. I'm telling you what bird actually means. It's probably some racist thing. Way to go. I want to talk about my thing. What thing? The thing I said that I wanted to talk about that maybe Kristen would care about because she's the only other person on the show that cares about the Olympics. That's true. Oh, yes, the Olympics. Okay. Yep. Have you heard about the whole pentathlon fiasco? Oh, I didn't hear about this. I was like, I thought you were going to ask me about the rhythmic gymnastics fiasco. There was a rhythmic gymnastics fiasco? Yes. Okay. Yes. Okay. I, I, tell me about that first. Uh, yeah. Well, you know, Russia always wins rhythmic gymnastics. It's not big here in the United States as, yeah. a, as a sport. Um, and the Russians have just, hey, they've won since like the 90s or probably the 80s. But um, the Israeli rhythmic gymnast won. And Russia got silver. This was in the individual um, competition. And the Israeli went up to the Russians and like, congratulate her. She wouldn't even talk to her. The, um, the Russian coaches went and protested the, the medal. To the, you know, and they were like, no, this woman clearly won. I don't know what you're talking about there. And they're like, it's a fixism. They're like, there is no way that an Israeli could win rhythmic gymnastics. Oh, my God. <laughs> Whoa. And, I mean, and, and honestly, like, it was a clear win. Like this, this particular athlete had really worked and done skills that this other that no one else was doing. I mean, she was unbelievable. And on top of it, um, I think that the Russian athlete had some injuries and couldn't do all the skills that she normally could. Mm. So that's the way it played out that day. That's how it worked. That so, yeah. so, oh so, so based on what you're saying and, and this and the story you're going to bring up, Alex, sounds to me like you know the Olympics taking a page out of professional wrestling. Yeah. 
What about that yeah. action? Gosh. Could be. Okay, so the pentathlon thing is just unbelievable. I have a friend that text messaged me the original like story, and now she keeps on sending me more and more things related to this. So, okay, so the pentathlon is, modern pentathlon, is fencing, swimming the first day, and then show jumping, equestrian, and then laser shooting, which is cross-country running and shooting. I don't know what kind of gun. It's like a mixture. You like run and then shoot mm. and you have to hit the target X amount of times and then you can run another like, you know, certain amount and whatever. Anyway, so the German woman that was a shoe in for first, who she was like the favorite for first and then after fencing and swimming, she had the highest score and then on the day of the show jumping, her horse that she was riding refused to jump five times. Oh, is this the horse meal really? lady? She did not fall off, but her horse refused to jump five times. And she went from first place to 31st place mm. and didn't oh. win. And she burst into tears yeah. riding oh, around, all this stuff. Now, it's <clears throat> apparently, I did not know this, they are just given that horse randomly on the day. Oh. It's a horse they've never ridden before. Yeah, that's not smart. They really? have 20 minutes before the show to, like, get on the horse and kind of figure out how to ride it. And they're jumping 3 foot 11 inch jumps. So, like, not... A lot of horses will refuse that. Not low. I mean, this is a horse that would... That is known to jump this height, and the horse isn't the problem. Well, the, ho- the, the problem is the horse doesn't know the rider. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. And if the so, horse doesn't trust the rider, they're not going to do it. Yeah. And apparently, most pentathlon athletes barely ride horses. Really? Yeah. Which it's like the mm. most dangerous thing that yeah. they do because you could easily die mm-hmm. just getting on a horse. Yeah. Apparently, if you watch the pentathlon, it's just like they're just yanking on their faces and leaning oh, really? back. And they're like... The horse refused the jump because if you watch her riding the horse before he refused the jump, she was just like smashing its face and like Uh, flopping all over the place. And then the horse was like, I'm done. I'm not doing this anymore. And so, but then the coach of the German woman punched the horse and (laughs) got... Kicked That's out of right. the yeah, got kicked out that. of yes. the Olympics wow. for Oops. punching the horse. I saw that, <laughs> that blazing saddle. That's real. Yeah. Like <laughs> I, I, can't handle, I can't handle animal abuse. It's no, like, I know. Yeah, so he got removed. He was disqualified. Like your I'm team sure. is disqualified. You punched this horse. Yeah, and like it wasn't the horse's fault. And now there's this whole petition on change.org for the Olympic pentathlon committee or whatever to like remove the horseback riding situation from the modern pentathlon or turn it into something else but just not show jumping. Or make it so that these, yeah, or make it so that these athletes that are Olympic athletes in this thing should be trained in equestrian jumping. It's it's shocking to me that these people aren't trained and they're Olympic athletes. This is something that they do. There's a meme picture going around. It's a picture of that uh, performance. It's her crying on the back of the horse, and then the horse to people who don't know horse. facial language it looks like the horse is smiling okay so people think it's like you know it's funny because the horse is 
like yeah. being mischievous. Yeah. But yeah, if you know horses, you can tell that horse is very, very angry. Yeah, like that horse was pissed. Yeah, she, well, what I don't eyes get is, wide open and showing their top teeth. That's not a smile for a horse. Yeah. Horses no. don't smile. No. Why don't they? Why don't they just let them have their own pairing? Yeah. Or bring your own horse. I don't horse. know. Like, that doesn't yeah. make any no, sense. No, no, no. So wait. No, 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 no. If you're an Olympic athlete, it is your responsibility to know the different things. She, If she didn't ride the horse and didn't know how to ride a new horse, that's her problem. Well, but, in quest, yeah. but in equestrian oh. show jumping, regular equestrian show jumping, like what you Bruce Springsteen's daughter, you yeah. bring your horse. Yeah. yeah, and you're a pair that you practice. Yeah, yeah. But, this, but, they, but they do it this other trust. way. They do it this other way. No, th- no. She should have been riding the horse as many horses as you possibly can, and she should have been comfortable well, riding she, any yeah. horse she, doing this. She then definitely, she, she definitely ah, she should have. Yeah. 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 The problem this is, you could argue that jumping on a random horse and trying to make it jump kind of it makes the result random because you don't know if the horse is going to trust you or not, yeah. and that could not be up to your skill as a rider at all. It yeah, could just be the horse doesn't do. like That's you. Luck. Exactly. Yeah, so it's, it it introduced. It introduces a major luck element, yeah, which I the think should be eliminated. Which the pentathlon, every other event in the pentathlon is like your skill. Yeah, it's pure skill. Where this one seems to just be like a this, cockamamie thrown together a, event. This is a skill to be able to ride any horse and make it do what you want. Well, that but, is a a horse skill. Is, but a horse is an animal. A that would be yeah. like, I'm just going to swap May and Daisy. And like, Daisy, you thrive happens. in my home and enjoy yourself. And if you don't, it's your own damn just, problem. Just like, su- substitute. I mean, she'd thrive. She, she'd go with anyone. <laughs> Just oh. substitute the horse for a dog and make the they have to make the dog jump over dog something. Jumping. There you go. Yeah, teach the, the, the dog the, the, the to whole, go over jumps. This is just an expression. That's the reason why the Olympics aren't very popular because this is just so like, oh right. Yeah, it's so it's random. Very arbitrary <laughs> and it makes no sense. But yeah, right. but in equestrian show jumping where they jump six feet, Bruce Springsteen's daughter won silver. Yeah, she won silver. Yeah. She did. I was like, Dan and I were watching it because I used to do show jumping, and I was, and they were like, blah blah blah, Springsteen and daughter of so-and-so and Bruce Springsteen. I was like, what? Are you, what? Yeah, she's been around a lot. Well, used to, she used to ride the same place you did down in Florida. No. Yeah, she did. I never rode wow. in oh, the Grand Prix that, in no, no, Florida. No, 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 no. I just meant to, you used to go over there with mom, didn't you? Oh, yeah. No, I never rode there, though. Oh, I thought you did. No. I didn't know that. No, Ooh, we that's, gotta go. Jesus. Yeah, those are like Grand Prix, which is six feet, which I yeah. the highest I ever jumped was like four. All right, we have to say goodbye to Dixie Wildfire. You used to be called Chris. <laughs> <laughs> if you don't Bird. call me that next week, I'm going to be so disappointed. Ladies remember. and gentlemen, please welcome Dixie <laughs> Wildfire. <laughs> She's going to lip sync share. <laughs> Gypsies, tramps, and thieves. There you go. <laughs> be phenomenal. All right, Kristen, thanks a lot. We'll talk to you next week. Sounds good. Thank you. Thanks a lot. We'll talk to you guys later.